What's up, everyone? This is Nick with Weed is My Medicine, a podcast for growers. So glad to have you with me in the grow room today. In this podcast, we discuss weed for medical use, especially Crohn's, growing your own meds at home, and improving your quality of life with cannabis. Want to get in touch? Drop me a message on my website, evergrowingyourown.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, let's jump in. Hey guys, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what is my Crohn's daily regimen. So I just want to talk about what do I do every day to take care of my body and uh, when do I do it and things like that. So people often ask me questions about what do I eat, you know, how do I manage it, how do I navigate the Crohn's daily and I think that's where people struggle. It's not It's not where, you know, a once in a while situation um, that gets you. I feel like it's your everyday uh, living style that really gets you over time. So I just want to talk about how I do it every day to kind of keep the inflammation down and to, you know, just live a better life because, um, you know, technically you can eat the other foods, of course, or, you know, have things that might bother you, but, you know, it's not going to really add to your quality of life at the end of the day. So it's like a temporary benefit for a long-term, you know, not as good. So anyway, um, so let's, let's talk about this. First thing I do in the morning is I start off with a smoothie. Every single morning I have a smoothie that just gets my day going. It's really easy to digest and make, and I can just count on it. And I know I'm going to get like 80% of what I need um, to, to have a solid rounded meal. So I put in usually two or three bananas, blueberries, pineapple, mango, milk, uh, yogurt, vanilla, stuff like that. So that's a pretty normal breakfast for me as a large smoothie. And I make that for my kids too. So that just works for everyone. Uh, with that, I have my water, get hydrated first thing, um, start drinking H2O first thing in the morning and take my supplements. So personally right now, I'm uh, not taking a lot of supplements, but I do take like a multivitamin, uh, some ginger, turmeric, marshmallow root, stuff like that. So just some things to help keep the inflammation down and to, you know, keep myself comfortable each day. So, and then of course in the morning, also my cannabis first thing as well. Uh, either bong, rip, or I could take uh, Rick Simpson oil capsules or cannabis coconut oil. So I have a couple options in the morning that I like to do. But typically the bong, just because it's the fastest, easiest, most convenient, I just pack it up and and take a quick rip and then I'm, I'm good to go for the next few hours. So that is the morning. So that lasts for a few hours and uh, I'll snack throughout the day and, and whatnot. But lunch comes, I typically do sandwiches, salads, uh, snack plates, which is just like an assortment of like nuts and cheeses, and fruit that's cut, uh, things of that nature. Um, so I just like put everything that I want on a plate, you know, um, pickles, olives, things of that nature. So just anything fresh and healthy, um, that's, that's pretty one ingredient, so to speak. So, you know, I, I don't put like a granola bar on there. I put things that are one ingredient each. So a hard boiled egg is a lot of thing. Uh, a lot of times what I put on the plates and um, something I rely on in general for lunch. So things like that where it's one ingredient is typically better for people with Crohn's just because you can easily tell what is bothering you. You know, if there's something with a lot of enriched flowers and ingredients and vitamins that they're putting in, you really don't know what's necessarily aggravating your body. But if you eat uh, an egg and you notice every time you eat eggs, you know, it's just, it's bothering you. You know, that's something you could cut out. So in any case, uh, also with lunch, staying hydrated, really important. So continue that and keep that up and take my second dose of cannabis at lunch. So every few hours, like I said, take a dose. Um, and here, same 
process, usually either the bong or RSO capsules, typically a bong during the middle of the day, just because it's, it wears off faster and I don't want to overdo it with the Rick Simpson oil or any type of internal, um, edible that I could take a longer time to kick in and then maybe like get me a little too high. So, um, that is what I do for lunch and for dinner. I just stick to homemade meals. We make pretty much everything at home. So eating out, eating out makes it a lot tougher. Um, just since you don't really know what's going inside of things, um, what might be present in the food or how it's made. If you know that butter bothers you, but you don't know that it's in the food you're eating, you know, you're, you're not really able to make that choice for yourself. So uh, eating out, I definitely reserve as something that I do less frequently or just more occasionally. And when I do eat out, I try to eat at a pretty quality restaurant and just for the same reasons, because the low quality ingredients or uh, really cheap ingredients can can bother people with Crohn's like us. So that is something I definitely look out for is artificial ingredients or like cheap ingredients. And if the food seems cheap, then I definitely try to eat somewhere that's got a little bit better quality. Just like I said, it's better for us. So, And um, so the homemade meals that we make um, when we are eating at home, like I said, typically we always eat at home. A, it's cheaper. B, it's got the control over what you're putting in your food. Um, we focus on protein and vegetables with some clean starches on the side sometimes. Uh, but Basically, protein and vegetables is is the meal. So an example would be like chicken with um, carrot, baked carrots on the side and salad. You know, that's an easy, easy meal, all whole foods and um, no starches in that one. Sometimes we eat rice or I make homemade bread with gluten. Personally, I can have gluten. So um, it's something to watch out for if you notice that it bothers you or um, if you feel that you have that intolerance to gluten, definitely cut it out. For me personally, it doesn't bother me, especially when it's a homemade bread. So when I make stuff at home and it's an organic flour and I've put everything together myself and it's not a long, mile long list of ingredients, typically it doesn't hurt my stomach as bad or at all. So as long as it's homemade, that's usually first step. And then this way, if you can then, if you still see that it's hurting your stomach, you know, it's probably the actual food that you're eating and not just, you know, maybe some bad ingredients or whatnot. So so we always home make everything uh, for the most part, like I said, unless we rarely go out, which we do sometimes. And bedtime, uh, snack or dessert. Um, so I usually do something after after dinner a little later and um, my last dose of cannabis around then as well. So that's the daily schedule, basically. Um, basically, I take a uh, dose of cannabis at every meal and also one before bedtime. Sometimes before bedtime, I'll use a suppository just because that is a lot um, more better absorption into the gut and into the colon, just considering that it doesn't have to go through your esophagus and all that and through your digestive tract. Um, it's just like direct application to the area that's affected by the Crohn's. So I know the suppositories are not the most comfortable or not the easiest to make uh, for everybody, but personally, I make them. I've got a little mold on Amazon um, that, you know, allows you to pour in the coconut oil melted. And then I put a little Rick Simpson oil in each one. And that is my suppositories that I make. I throw them in the freezer, pop them out. They're little, just like firm, um, capsules. And you can use that before bed. And that is one of the biggest secrets for me for helping my Crohn's because my rear end gets so sore and, and it hurts really bad from the Crohn's. I think just the inflammation and going to the bathroom a lot of times and things like that. 
um, can just make it really uncomfortable and, and not fun. So the suppository, even though it's not my favorite, when, before bed, you don't really notice it too much. And the next day, it really makes it feel so much better. It, it takes the pain away. It takes the swelling down. So that has been like a super huge secret for me um, is a suppository before bed with, with Rick Simpson oil in it. So if you can buy the Rick Simpson oil from a dispensary, you can still make the capsules yourself and the suppositories. Um, you don't have to make the Rick Simpson oil too. But if you have your own bud that you grow and you're able to extract your own Rick Simpson oil, then yeah, of course, making it into these suppositories is kind of a no-brainer because um, the oil is not that expensive when you can do it at home. And then also if you put in with the coconut oil, uh, it's really, really effective for Crohn's relief. So or IBD, I'm sure too, but Crohn's in particular is what I'm talking about um, on my podcast. So just because that's what I have, that's what I have experience in. So so that is my daily routine right there. And um, just going to keep going, going right now into some other stuff that I wanted to talk about on this podcast. Um, some of the foods that I rely on and love. Just want to kind of go over my diet in general with you guys in this way. You have an idea of what someone with Crohn's can eat, right? So obviously, some of the people who ha- are listening to this podcast might have Crohn's, IBD, um, things like that, or might have family that has that condition. So um, I just figured this would be helpful to let you guys know. Since I'm doing pretty well with my Crohn's, I feel it's in you know somewhat of remission. Uh, I still have symptoms sometimes here and there, but it's it's essentially a good quality of life. So this has been over a long time of defining what bothers me and finding things out. And so um, I'm just going to jump into the list of uh, stuff that I can and can't have. So foods that I really like and I love and I use them all the time uh, is eggs, dairy, yogurt, milk cheese, certain nuts in moderation like almonds, cashews, pistachios, Uh, smoothies are a really big deal for me because any time of day you can do it, but definitely breakfast um, or at night if I'm not feeling good. I don't want to, I don't have the appetite for dinner. I have a smoothie instead. And fruits, papaya, pineapple, uh, mango, the tropical fruits especially seem to really help with Crohn's, but whatever you find that your body can digest the easiest, it would probably be a good option for you. Uh, then I have a list of stuff that I can never have under any circumstances. This is stuff I just don't eat, and I it really bothers me. I've noticed over time that anytime I eat these foods, that you know it can it basically causes a flare, a bad flare. So this is foods I just completely stay away from, and I've just determined you know this is not worth it to eat under any circumstances. So beans is a huge one for me. Any legumes, including soy. So um, and peanuts as well is also another legume that I just throw it under the bean category. It's something I definitely cannot have, and I've had several flares from eating things with beans or peanuts in it. Oatmeal is another one for me. For some reason, if I eat a few oatmeal bars or like oatmeal cooked or anything like that, for some reason the oatmeal, I don't know if it's fiber in the oatmeal or what it is, but just hurts my stomach really bad, so I'd stay away from oatmeal. Corn syrup, uh, especially high fructose corn syrup, is one of the biggest ones for me, so candy is pretty much out. Any regular candies. Now, of course, organic candies are made with usually better ingredients, maybe tapioca syrup or glucose syrup or another type of syrup. But most commercial candies are made uh, with corn syrup or high fructose corn syrup. So um, as you can see, maybe a Snickers bar or like a Baby Ruth would be like complete death for me because that's the corn syrup and it's the beans and you know peanuts in it and, uh, you know, and you know artificial ingredients and whatnot. So 
that's the type of thing I definitely, definitely stay away from and have certainly had flares from before. So if I can help anyone else out there, <laughs> uh, if you notice that you eat certain things and maybe your stomach is not doing well, I'm telling you guys, it's it's really worth it to just stay away from those things for at least a temporary amount of time so you can get into the habit of not eating it. Because um, if you can cut those foods out, obviously your Crohn's will not be as severe. You can definitely get some relief and, and try to overcome it with with diet change. So. So I have another little list here of stuff I can have sometimes. So this is stuff that bothers me, but um, if I have it just once in a while, it's usually not too bad. Uh, chips and corn, so potato chips or corn chips um, and just corn in general, that's on the list. Uh, soy is one that I try not to eat. It's technically a bean. Like if it's like soy sauce, I'll I have it sometimes if I'm eating at a restaurant. But if, uh, you know, I don't eat soy protein or anything like that or um, tofu, so soy, I definitely am careful with, you know, edamame beans is another example of soy. So I just try to stay away from uh, soy in general if I can. But if I have it sometimes, it doesn't usually send me into a flare necessarily. Um, another food I can have sometimes is fried foods. So anything fried is usually hurts my stomach a little bit if I have too much of it or a lot in a row. So I stay away from too much fried food, but like Chick-fil-A or certain, you know, cleaner fried foods. You know, I, I can't eat at McDonald's, but certain certain ones are okay to have fried food once in a while. So that's just on the temp, on the sometimes list. And last thing on that list is beer. So I really like Bud Light and other beers too, but um, other ones seem to, like any dark beers seem to really hurt my stomach. So I just stick with Bud Light and even Bud Light really does take a toll on me. So I have it once in a while when I'm trying to... Um, you know, have something at an event, maybe you're at a friend's house, you know, I have a Bud Light and it's all right. But you know, I don't, I try not to drink it every week at all, you know, maybe once a month or, or less even. So that's typically on my stuff I can have sometimes list, you know, once a month or less or else you're starting to push the envelope. So, and then my final list is my dessert list because I think that's a huge one for so many people just want something delicious and to taste good and be easy. Uh, so my dessert list is pretty long. I like it because I make stuff at home. Um, I'm a baker, you know, I love baking. Uh, so personally I really get a lot of joy from making my own desserts and stuff. So here's a list of ones that I can have that I've really come to enjoy. Ice cream, flan and custard or pudding, rice pudding, which I consider its own category. So just personally, I love rice pudding. My wife makes fantastic rice pudding. Uh, never bothers my stomach. Um, homemade baked cake or cookies. That is something I can always have because I can control what I put in it. So I usually make them gluten-free just for good measure and, you know, clean ingredients. Uh, obviously no corn syrup, anything I can't have. So yeah, home-baked cake and cookies is a good one. Mug cakes. That's one I make pretty much almost every night, I'd say. <laughs> and uh, it's like a little cake that you mix up the batter and put it in a mug. I have a gluten-free version and it's so good. I make that all the time as like a quick treat. So that's another good one. When you want something, you have nothing, you know, as long as you have some ingredients uh, in the pantry, then you can get away with a mug cake for the night and still have a nice um, dessert. And on the mug cake, I usually put maple syrup instead of icing. So we just drizzle like maple syrup on it. And oh my God, it is so good. So I definitely recommend checking out Instagram. I have that um, recipe in my Instagram. I'll put it in the description of this podcast too. And last on my list is homemade butterscotch. I love making butterscotch. It's not that hard. It's a fun thing to make. And it's basically a jar of caramel that I can have. So, so since I can't have corn syrup, uh, that really eliminates a lot of caramels and caramel treats. So 
to have my own jar of caramel, especially uh, butterscotch, which is, in my opinion, like a richer, more delicious caramel. Um, yeah, it's super, super decadent. I love putting it in my coffee, putting it on my ice cream or on some of the other desserts that I mentioned. So I love having that little jar of butterscotch or caramel that I make. And uh, yeah, that's in my dessert list too. So. so guys, thanks for tagging along. Just wanted to break down my daily schedule and what it looks like when, um, you know, how I eat every day and what do I, how do I take my medicine, my cannabis. So hopefully this has helped you guys a little bit, get an idea of how you could do it, uh, how you could change things and maybe get a little more relief or, um, you know, just seeing how I do it. So Leave me a comment or send me a message if you guys want to discuss and you have any ideas on more podcasts. Anyway, I'll see you next time, guys. Peace.